0: Namah Om Vishnu Padaaya Krishna Namaste Om Namo Bhagavate वासुदेवाय Om Namo Bhagavate Tatoja Yamdiraye, Nashta Praesu, Nashta Praesu, Ityam Pavoda Seva Yam, Ityam Pavoda Seva Yam, Bhagavati Uttamashloke, Bhagavati Uttamashloke, Bhakti Pavatina is speaking, Bhakti Pavatina is Today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 9, titled The Appearance of Demon. Vitrasura, text 34. These are the prayers offered by the demigods to the Supreme Godhead. This verse is in a prose format, so I will read in this here. Later we will go to the main. <coughs> Vāyam krihāra jūyat āśaraṁ āśriyaṁ ādham ānavekshitātma samavāya ātmaneva vi kriyaṁ ānena sarunam ārūnāha tadasi āśi harasi āśi 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 Word word name. please repeat durva bodhah durva bodhah difficult to understand difficult to understand eva eva Quite. tava tava yo yo i am i am this this vihara yogaha vihara yogaha engagement in the past times of yes. engagement yes. in the past of Interior creation Material creation maintenance and annihilation maintenance and annihilation here yes. Yeah. Which? Which. which asharanaha, asharanaha. Not dependent on any other support. Not dependent on any other support. Asharyaha. Without having a material body. Without having a material body. Edam, 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 this. This. this Anavekshita. Without waiting for. Without waiting for. Asmat. asmat of, of us. Of us. Sam, Samavayaha. The cooperation. आत्मना, आत्मना, माइगोंसल, माइगोंसल, एवं, Eva इंडी, इंडी, अविक्रियमाने ना, अविक्रियमाने without being transformed, without being transformed, सर्गुनम, सर्गुनम, the material modes of nature, the material modes of nature, अगुनाह, अगुनाह, although transcendental to such material qualities, although transcendental to such material qualities, सिद्धसी you create You create Maintain And heal And, and Translation is Parpur por- Divine Grace AC Parthi Vedanta Lord You need no support Although you have no material body You do not need cooperation from us Since you are the cause of the cosmic manifestation And you supply its material ingredients Without being transformed you create, maintain, and annihilate this cosmic manifestation by yourself. Nevertheless, although you appear engaged in material activity, you are transcendental to all material qualities. Consequently, these transcendental activities of yours are extremely difficult to understand. For quote, the Brahma Samhita 5.37 says, Goloka eva Nivasati makhilatnam utaha The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is always situated in Goloka Vrindavanam. It is also said, Vrindavanam parityacca padam ekam na gacchati. Krishna never goes even a step from Vrindavanam. Nevertheless, although Krishna is situated in his own abode, Goloka Vrindavanam, he is simultaneously all-pervading and this and is therefore present everywhere. This is very difficult for a conditioned soul to understand, but devotees can understand how Krishna, without undergoing any changes, can simultaneously be in his abode and be all pervasive. The demigods are understood to be various limbs of the Supreme Lord's body. Although the Supreme Lord has no material body and does not need anyone's help, he is spread everywhere mayata Idam sarvam jagat project of nevertheless he is not present everywhere in his spiritual form according to the mayavada philosophy the supreme truth being all-pervasive does not need a transcendental form the mayavadi suppose that since his form is distributed everywhere he has no form this is untrue The Lord keeps his transcendental form and at the same time he extends everywhere in every nook and corner of the material creation book. Shuramiljum gena atta smai shri purave namash Chaitanya sāpikam Guru श्री sāgrajātaṁ sahagana bhagunātaṁ vitamtam sajīvam sādvaitam sāvarutam karejana krishna chaitanya devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam mm-hmm. Saha Gana Yadavita Shri Vrishakangrita Krishna Karna Sindhu Dheena Bandho Gopita Kantarada Hanam Pratama Sude Tattakam Chana Gaurangi Dade Vrindra Vane Swari Vrishabama Sute Devita Namami Haritriye Vanchagalpatra Vujascha Krupa Sengurubya Devaca Jai Sri Krishna, Jai Thanya, Prabhu Dityananda, Sri Yadvali Takanada, Srivasa, Vigoro Samanda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Hare Hare. The demigods. Um, Seeing the form of the Lord after um, going through the tribulations of the pain inflicted as a defeat in battle against Bhaktiva. When someone is thirsty and you give them water, they will appreciate water better than a person who is not so good. So here, just when the situation is going to get more worse, so the Demigods understood yes. that it's time for us to surrender and call for the Lord and ask for His help. And here, the Lord is present before Him, present before them. Sorry, um, in His four hundred And as we uh, see the Lord, what do we do? We offer praise. So here, lemigods are offering their prayers and they are going to petition the Lord to protect. So, the aspects of prayers include putting forward one's fallen state and how one is very embarrassed to stand in front of the Lord and ask for material favors how low he feels about himself and then pray to the Lord to um, give his mercy, to give his blessings so that um, the conditioned soul can attain perfection so now this perfection is different for different living beings so the demigods as we discussed many times they are also devotees of the Lord but they are attached to the facilities, attached to the concept of being the owner and enjoyer of the Lord, that mentality is there, still there, and that is getting purified as they are engaging in the Lord's service. If the perfection is taken to be attaining uh, Brahma Joti, if that is your goal, then the, your vision and the process, all will be different. And if your goal is to attain Vaikuntha and visit Vaikuntha more specifically to Goloka Vrindavan, sure. then your vision and the process that you follow to attain that goal, all of that will be different. So that, um, if the destination is uh, heavenly planets, Then you follow uh, the rituals in the Vedas which encourage you to worship the demigods, offer your oblations to them and then gradually elevate it. But here we see that heaven is not always heaven. Heaven is not always heaven in the sense that you have trials and tribulations there as well. You have enemies attacking. You have higher grade of enemies attacking. And you lose your position. You make mistakes, and that which you wanted to enjoy is taken away from you. Um, now here is where we learn the lesson. Even the demigods are praying to the Lord for their own protection and for their own well-being. Then why not we pray to the Lord instead of praying to the demigods? Because you've seen that demigods themselves are the praying to the Lord for their protection, for their well-being, as they were telling yesterday uh, in the previous set of prayers. You are the supreme benediction. You are the supreme experience. You are welfare personified. So those aspiring who go to heavenly planets should take a note of these prayers offered by the demigods to the Supreme Lord and how they are addressing him. If you are thinking your supreme sorry, your supreme experience is going to be heaven, well it's not the case. Because those in the heavenly planets, the demigods, they are also praying to the Lord and they are addressing him as the supreme experience, as the welfare personified, as the supreme benediction. So, we must be praying for something, we must be aspiring to go to that place, having gone you never come back. <coughs> um, that's why a few days ago in the Bhagavad Gita was mentioning about um, looking at the place of the abode of Vishnu and that is and uh, having focus to go there om um, tat krishna having gone krishna You never come back ekatra never come back so if your goal is param kalam then you're not allude by the um, happiness the uh, The opulence that you enjoy in the heavenly planets. You are not attracted by all of that because you are aiming for something higher and which is permanent. You are not aspiring for something temporary. In this particular verse, the demigods, who are all the appointed administrators of the Lord, who are all the Empowered representatives of the Lord Who helped the Lord in his creation pastime They themselves are admitting several facts
1: The qualities of the Lord are being brought out
0: And their helpless situation is also being highlighted simultaneously They are praising the Lord Um, Yesterday the Lord was praised in the form of O Narayana, O Vasudeva, Original Person, we read all of those, the Supreme Experience, then the devotees of the Lord are also praised. And only the devotees can know the Lord. Because um, these devotees who have given up everything and who preach, who wander about the world to preach Krishna consciousness, fully absorbed in Samadhi, only they can know the Lord. Demigods are admitting here we do not know you because you created, you were present before we came. And here they are expressing in this verse, they are expressing the glories of the Lord and their helpless situation. The Lord does not need any support. That's the first point that's being brought up. The Gita Lord Krishna explains that He is the support, Mata, Dhata, Pita Dhata, the word means support. He is the support, He does not need any support. And that's why He is called as um, Jakat Asraya, the support of the entire universe and He is the support of Himself, Swayam Asraya Asraya. He does not need any support. That's the first thing that's coming up. Second is you don't have any material body. You don't need any cooperation from us. These are demigods, praising the Lord. Now, here is where the cause and effect is coming up. Since you are the cause of the cosmic manifestation and you supply these material ingredients without being transformed, so the ingredients are supplied by the law. So as per material calculation, if I go to a warehouse and then I start loading things from the warehouse to be delivered somewhere else, the stock in the warehouse reduces. If we apply the same concept, and that is the mistake which the Maya has made, which we will come to shortly, is that as the ingredients are supplied by the law. And because the Lord is present everywhere, He loses His form. And that is being refuted in the purport of Vashila Prabhupada in his usual Mayavad condemnation style. He quotes various sources. So the cause is the Lord Himself, the ultimate cause. The material cause are the ingredients and the demigods are helping in the creation process, assisting him. But the Lord actually doesn't get transformed, He remains as He is. Without being transformed, what do you do? You create, so the seed, you maintain, parsi, and you annihilate, parashi. or you are doing it all by yourself, without getting transformed. And this, from an outsider, it looks like a material activity. So, then we to saying, nevertheless, although you appear to be engaged in material activity, you are transcendental to all these material qualities. Consequently, these transcendental activities of yours are extremely difficult to understand. So, Shri Vishnu Chakravya Thakur commenting on this particular verse, he uh, gives the analogy of uh, a potter. Okay. So, what does a potter do? Makes pot. Makes pot. Very good. What, what, are the, what is required for making a pot? Clay. Clay. Very good. Someone else? Water. Potters. Potter's wheel, yes. What else? Mm. Pot. Water. Potter. Potter himself. Mm. All of these ingredients. Anything else required? Energy to move the potter. Energy to move the potter, okay. okay. So you, you, you are able to picture mm. a potter sitting with mm. a pile of uh, clay trying to put it on the wheel and then make a pot. Have you seen that? before yeah so uh, Acharya explains that the potter to make the pot he needs a support he has to sit on something then he needs the ingredients the pot of real all of that and this process. he needs energy to do that um, and while getting the pots done then pots are being made, the mud, the clay, it is undergoing transformation and how about the potter, can he remain completely clean when he is doing this activity of making a pot, that's not reality, he is going to get his hands dirty as he is making this pot which means he is getting affected and transformed by that whole process, right? Now, Acharya explains that the Lord doesn't undergo any of these changes. He still needs mats to cover the world. So, put some of the mats on the world. So, the Lord does not undergo any of these transformations. First of all, He doesn't need a support. He um, The ingredients are coming from Him and as the ingredients are coming from Him, it doesn't mean that he is losing something, something is taken out of him. That's why Isopanishad in the beginning itself says complete units are coming out of him but still he remains as a complete unit. Purnam Adha, Purnam Idam. The word word meaning proper will use the word complete whole. He will put capital C, capital W to indicate that it's for the Lord. The complete units that are coming out are the universes. And the material ingredients for creating all that universes is coming out from Him. But still, He remains as a complete unit. So the um, Lord doesn't need a support, He doesn't need a material body to do this. He doesn't need the cooperation. The demigods do this activity also. And he doesn't get transformed, he remains aloof from this activity. So, this is the correct understanding of how the Lord, even though he is engaging in this activity, he is not affected by it. Um, and um, he still maintains his transcendental form. So this is going against what the Mayavadis said that the Lord need not have a transcendental form because for them the goal is Brahma Jyoti and their process is philosophical speculation and they are limited and their limited conception they apply on the Lord also. For them the unlimited Brahman. All-pervading, all-powerful, does not need to have a transcendental form because the form is distributed everywhere and therefore there should be no form. But the correct understanding is that the Lord does have a transcendental form and Prabhupada is quoting um, 9.4 Bhagavad Gita. The Krishna says, "By me, in my unmanifested form, the entire universe is pervaded." Up to this point, if you read and stop, yes, the Lord is present everywhere and all pervasive aspect. He doesn't stop there; he goes and speaks the next verses also. All beings are in me, but I am not in them, and yet everything that is created does not rest in me. It's not like um, like Lord has to have a lot of pain and he's carrying this globe on his shoulder and he's feeling pain and uh, he's getting affected. So as the population in the world increases, he's going to go, oh, more population, no. He is aloof from all of that and it is a separate energy. So in the purport to 9.4, Srila explains to clarify this. The concept of how the Lord is present in his abode as at the same time he is present in the material world through his various energies and administration and all that is going on. He, proper uses the example of a a king. A king has his power over the entire kingdom and has got various ministers who are carrying out various activities. All of them are empowered by the king. Because his influence is spread throughout the entire kingdom, that doesn't mean that the king does not uh, retain his individuality and he does not have a place to live. He has his own palace, he has his own uh, place to live. Still, his influence is spread throughout the whole kingdom. Hmm? So this is the first analogy we can remember to understand this. concept the second uh, analogy Prabhupada gives is the um, sun rays and how the universes are resting on the effulgence of the Lord he uses the analogy of planets existing in the universe and how they are all held by the energy of the Lord It's not that Lord has to go to every universe and hold them. It is held by the energy of the Lord. Even if we look at the energies of the Lord, like earth, water, fire, air, ether, all of them, their influence can also be felt not just near them, but at a certain distance away from them. That's why fire, if it is present in one place, the effect of it, heat and light can be seen and felt from a distant place. Have you noticed? The fire is lit somewhere, you are going near you can see the fire and as you approach, you are not approaching the fire so closely but still the heat you can feel. So, you, the fire is present in one place and it is diffusing its energies of heat and light to far away places. In the same way, if you look at earth, the Earth has a magnetic field around it, so that's why uh, the gravitational force pulls things back. So when we are we are supposing we want to go against the gravitational force, you need to go for launching rockets. They need to go beyond a certain point where they don't feel the magnetic, um, sorry, the uh, gravitational pull of the Earth to the point where. The gravitational pull of the earth is felt much above the earth itself. So even the material ingredients which are coming from the Lord are able to exert their influence way beyond their physical presence. Why not the Lord, who is the source of all of them, why can't He exhibit His influence throughout the entire universe? Another contemporary example that came to my mind is how, in recent times, working from home, remote working and all of that, you have, and this has been there even before, Prabhupada used to say even um, that his recordings are there, which means he's present in those, in that voice, so if, if it is being placed somewhere else, then Prabhupada is present there. So, for us, when we have those meetings online, so you are present in your place, But your image is projected on the screen of every participant of the meeting. But you are not going to everyone's house, individually. but you are present. So these are some ways that we can um, try to understand. um, By examples, how a person can sit in one place and still have his influence, his presence felt in other places. Next Prabhupada establishes the fact that the Lord has His own abode and He is um, present in Goloka Vrindarva. But before establishing that, in the previous purport, because current purport talks about Goloka, the previous purport Prabhupada explains about various So, When we are talking about material ingredients, they are coming from the Lord and for in every individual universe we have uh, Vishnu corresponding to that universe they are Bodhakshaya Vishnu, Shirodhakshaya Vishnu and then we have a universal form of the Lord and the Demigods are part of the universal form of the Lord and they are assisting the universal form in the creation of course we know the Gargodakshaya, Vishnu, Shirodakshaya, Vishnu, they are coming from Mahavishnu, who is one layer above them and that's what was discussed yesterday and then the Chattupriyuga, Vasudeva, Sankarsana, Pradivna and Aniruddha, who are beyond the three forms of Vishnu, he is in Vaikuntha, Narayana, above the realization of Narayana is the realization of Baladeva and above that is the realization of Krishna. So this hierarchy, as we would have heard many times, um, the Chaturjeeva, where they come from, Narayana, and then above them there is another Chaturvyuha, and above them is uh, Lord Baladev, and Baladev is and coming, is expanded from the Lord. Um, so the greatness of the Lord is being understood first, At least as my understanding proper is putting the greatness of the Lord in yesterday's purport and is describing the sweetness of the Lord in today's purport. The reason to understand the greatness and all the details is the sequence in which Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also presented (coughs) this sequence. I am just going to teaching the Lord Chaitanya where all these expansions are all described in detail. And then, only uh, the sweetness of the Lord is being described. For performing pastimes, of course, the expansions are called the avatars. And then, the man- universal affairs are being carried out by the Purusha avatars. Of course, we have Emperor incarnations, who are the Shakti, Avesh avatars. And then, for the, in charge of the modes, we have the Guna avatars. When explaining the um, greatness, we see how much this single Supreme person, he is expanding, expanding, expanding at different levels. And I heard this very important point, um, about how each expansion is trying to serve the expansion above them. So the universal affairs are maintained by Mahavishnu, and in that way he is serving the Supreme Lord. And in that way, in that way we understand that the potency, all the 6 qualities, are with purushottam Bhagavan no. Sri Krishna. And his expansions have them in portion or in entirety. So they also get attracted to the two-handed form of the Supreme Lord in Golubunda. And they are serving the expansions above them so that um, they teach us a lesson how to serve and also they are also attracted to the two-handed form of the Lord, proving that that form of the Lord is supreme and most attractive. And that's when we see here this um, presence of the Lord in Goloka, Goloka, Eva University, Akhilabha Bhuta, the supreme Personality of God and Krishna is always situated in Goloka, Vrindavana. So how do we understand the next statement is that Krishna never steps out of Vrindavan? So the technical explanation that which we saw earlier, which is the different expansions of the Lord, where they are coming from, the topmost in the hierarchy is Krishna himself in the Swayam Rupa form. It is that Swayam Rupa that does not leave the Vrindavan. carrying out duties in Mathura, Dwaraka, killing the demons, the Vasadek portion of the Lord goes and does all that. But the Swayam Rupa, Draper explains, never leaves Vrindavan. That's what Prabhupada writes here, Krishna never goes even a step from Vrindavan. As soon as we discuss about Vrindavana, we also remember the various pastimes of the Lord, the wonderful devotees of the Lord in Vrindavana. So who are some of the famous devotees in Vrindavana, who you know of? Yes. Uh, yes. Balana, very good. Yes. yes. Uh, um, Sudharma. Simati Sudharma, okay. So, these devotees... Yes. The bhopis. The bhopis, okay. Yandamaya. Nanda Maharaj, Mother, I show yes. Okay. So, these devotees are given a special category and they are classified and put in that category because of the special qualities. So, the qualities that they have is the spontaneous, intense, deep uh, attachment to the Lord. They have the spontaneous, intense, deep attachment to the Lord and this attachment to the Lord is their very essence. That's why they are called. So the, the intense, spontaneous, intense, deep attachment is a raga and their very essence, their existence that is, if you take that as atma, so that's why they are the raga, atmika devotees. Their very essence, their, uh, their core of subsistence is coming from their spontaneous, deep, intense attachment towards the Lord. Now, as you all described various devotees, these devotees do they keep quiet? Do they do nothing in Vrindavan? What do they do? Like the examples that you gave, what are they doing? Mother Yeshoda and the mother, what are they doing? Serving
1: Krishna? Serving Krishna in what way? So take one
0: example, Mother Yeshoda, how is she serving Krishna? good. What... How does it manifest in action? She does... That she meditate? I am doing Varsaleras, ras like that. What does she do? What is her activity? She gives motherly affection. She gives motherly affection. Yeah. She makes butter. She makes butter. Okay. So there is an activity which is seen externally and there is an internal mood which is there. The internal mood is taking the form of churning butter, boiling milk, herding the cows, playing with Krishna, carrying, carrying him on their shoulders or if Krishna loses, Krishna carries them <coughs> on his shoulders. Sometimes if Krishna is walking on a forest and there are stones in the forest then each devotee feels and expresses their devotion to the Lord in a different way I don't think we should be doing all of that so each devotee is expressing their devotion in a particular form, as you all explained, Mother Ishwara's devotion comes out in the form of chanting uh, bhakti, boiling the milk. So the mood is internal, and that is taking a form, and that form, how it comes out, depends on the rasa, as you all pointed out. You're all at a very high state. You know what rasas. So the form which the, man- the manifestation that comes out depends on the rasa that you have. These raghav bhaktas all of them have a common thing which is spontaneous, intense, deep attachment to the Lord. And that is their Atma. And they exhibit their devotion and that devotion takes different forms and these different forms are dependent on different rasas. So, uh, this scenario of Krishna, Lord Krishna walking in the forest and the stones are there, and he is going to feel pain. Now the uh, parents, they exhibit, Mother Yeshwada, Ananda Mother, they want to make a shoe for Krishna. So there Vatsalya, Rasa is taking the form of making a shoe for the Lord. So the Rupa is Vatsalya, but the uh, essence is there already. So that's why we have Raghatmika Bhaktas so. exhibiting their devotion to the Lord and the way and they express it takes different forms. Now the friends of Lord Krishna may want to carry him on his shoulder so, uh, so that he doesn't have to walk. So their devotion is taking the form of friendship, Sakya, Sakya Rupa, Vasalya Rupa. The gopis may want to embrace the feet of the Lord, so that is their way of showing their devotion, and that takes the form of Kama. Externally it may seem these activities of a mother sharing butter or uh, someone carrying someone else on their shoulder or a or, um, girl embracing the feet of someone else, so these may seem to be like mundane activities but internally they are all motivated by this spontaneous, intense deep attachment. So therefore we have a rupa which is preceded by these different emotions. If it is karma, then it takes Kama rupa. If it is vatsalya, it takes vatsalya rupa. And these Raghavnaka devotees um, exhibit their devotion <coughs> to the Lord in these various forms. The key point is, devotion is expressed through service and that service takes different forms. Here also, the concept of service is being discussed by the demigods. You don't need our support, you don't need our assistance, but we need that service and we need your protection and therefore please protect us. So. Um, for us as practicing devotees, we should also be in this mood where it's not that the Lord needs our service. We need service. We need to serve the Lord so that we can be purified. We can be... Um, our senses can be purified. Because in contaminated state, we cannot understand the Lord. When we engage in His service, starting by serving through the tongue by chanting and tasting Prasad, Seval Mukheriti, Chivato, then we can understand the Lord. So, we desperately need service. The Lord is not dependent on our service. Service in the temple has been happening even before we came. Service is happening while we are here. Service will happen even if we are not here. Someone else will do. That's why in Ramayana, um, this scenario where Lord Ram is about to cross the ocean, then the ocean personified will not appear. So then he will cast this angry glance, and the ocean personified will come, and then he says, i I'll, I'll part, and you can pass through. But I have a suggestion. I suggest that you build a bridge on top of me, and then <coughs> you reach Lanka through that. Then your name and fame will be spread more wide so Lord Rama will engage the entire monkey army to do that seva, to do that service because he would have built uh, a bridge with his arrows. He doesn't do, he engages all of them in the service so that they are engaged and the potency of the name of Lord Rama is also brought up because in every stone they will write Rama and then the, the stone will float. It increases faith, the service they are getting engaged in the seva. It is the same mood that uh, Krishna also will engage Arjuna and he will ask him, Become my instrument, engage in my service. Ma Anushmara Yudhicha. When showing the universal form, the Lord will say, I have killed all of them. You act as a medium, you act as an instrument. You act as an instrument and uh, you take the credit. Nimitta Matram Bava Savyat You become my, you act as an instrument for me. Now, this is a key point where. Um, we, when we act as an instrument, what happens is the Lord's energy, the internal energy, when we're engaging the Lord's service, the internal energy flows through us, it encourages us, it uplifts us, it motivates us, it also purifies us. Um, so that's why we need to understand that the Lord doesn't need our service, but we need we desperately need um, engage in His service. And that's why all the inspiration that we got by hearing the various devotees in Vrindavana, how they are engaging in service to the Lord, we follow in their footsteps. We start following in their footsteps after we have become sufficiently purified. Till that point what do we follow is the rules and regulations, we follow the uh, path of Vaithi, Sadhana. The key point in the Vaithi Sadhana is always remember Krishna and never forget Him. And then the do's and don'ts are given to us and that's why the spiritual master, uh, when he gives initiation, that's what he gives, the method, the rules, regulations, to, to bring about the natural devotion in you, that's what he gives you. And then you start following And as as it is described, when the contamination in the heart is sufficiently removed and you have attained the platform of Nishta, then you may choose to follow the spontaneous devotion path under the guidance of your spiritual master. So, that is the Raga Anuga. Anuga means means you follow somebody and who is that somebody? That is the Raga Anuga. Devotees and the emphasis is still given on serving but the mood, the intensity the focus is directed towards a particular devotee who is engaged in the service of the Lord in a particular mood now during the transition and during the practice of the devotion the Lord is acting as a support because here the theme of, being, the theme of support is being brought out and the theme of service and the dependence on the Lord is being brought out He is acting as a support um, through various ways through the uh, presence in the Holy Name presence in the deity form presence in the scriptures presence through His representatives if you notice this phenomenon of being present in one place and exerting their influence exerting his or her influence outside their realm of physical presence we can see the concept in Guru Tattva also So I am going through this and I start I applied the same principle on Prabhupada how the Lord is present in one place His effect is seen everywhere Similarly, when Prabhupada is present in one place And his effect is seen in many places. Okay. So what are the different ways in which Prabhupada's effect is felt in your life? Can you name some? How do you feel Prabhupada's presence in your life? By his books. Sorry? By his books? By his books, which are like his devotional ecstasies we see how the Lord expands in various forms and He is giving us support by attracting us by performing various pastimes. He has various devotees They are engaging in the Lord's service. Similarly, we have um, the presence of Prabhupada. One is through His books. His presence is still being felt. He is back with the Lord engaging in His pastimes or he may be preaching somewhere, I don't know, I don't want to speculate. But still, we feel his presence. And simultaneously, in different centers of Viscom, the morning program, afternoon, all the pujas are going on throughout the globe. His presence is there in various temples. And wherever his lectures are played, he is present. How else will you feel his presence? What are the other ways? Any ideas? This temple. Disciples. Through his disciples. Very good point. We have Prabhupada's disciples. When they come, we feel their presence and Prabhupada's presence also. Through, when you are reading Leelamata, we feel his presence. Very good. This temple the different temples that Prabhupada has created, which are like the spiritual uh, embassies in the material world. Yes. By the pictures of, okay. by the picture of Prabhupada. Okay. By his lectures. By his lectures, by his deity form. And whenever we are engaged in devotional service, as per his instructions, we feel connected to him especially engaging in fulfilling the seven purposes of Iskan in various capacities. And that itself includes the potent forms of devotion. It's included in there. And one can feel the presence of how you can see you, how you are empowered, how you are connected, even though uh, he's not physically present with us. So this is how we understand the tatwa of the different expansions of the Lord, how he manages the universe, and still how he retains his individuality. in Goloka and he's having sweet pastimes with the Lord. How we get inspired by his dealings with the various devotees and how the devotees express their devotion to various forms, how we get inspired by them, following their footsteps, how the Lord is supporting through uh, Guru, through the entire Guru Parampara, through the scriptures, through the Holy Name, through the association of the devotees, the nine processes of devotion. So he's giving us support. So I'll leave it there and see if there are any questions or comments on what we discussed today. Krishna is? Krishna said that every living being is in Him and He knows us. But you see, Krishna is always in our heart as Yeah. So, as Paramatma, He is present inside your heart, as you rightly said. As Swayam Bhagavan, the Swayam Guru of Krishna, but, uh, at least till we reach uh, Bhagavan, Ven- Premon, you may not want to come and sit in our heart. The Antaryami is present. He is present in the heart of everyone. But as Swayam group Krishna, is not present. Through his energies, he is present. He is manifesting and maintaining. And that's what he means. So simultaneously present and not present As to his energy, through his expansion, as Paramatma is present in living beings. But that's what I gave the example. Is not that Krishna is carrying us. So every time population increases the globe. He goes heavier and I think he has know. He is not, not personally tuning doing to his energies. In that way he is present to his energies but not present as fine or exactly okay. very good question. Ok, so there are no more questions. To conclude here.